It's not the Zade. It's not the story. It's the Zade story. And welcome back to the Zade story. My name is Kevin Zade, and I'm here with my favorite friend, my most wonderful co-host, looking dapper, looking fine, Mr. Joshua Story. Thank you, Kevin, for all those accolades. I will say that I am not looking dapper. I just came from the gym. But unlike last week, I showered before I came <laughs> over. That was kind of you. I know. I know. I, I'm a nice person. But let me give those same <laughs> things right back at you. My most amazing friend, the most amazing person I know in this world, and somebody who looks fantastic in a tank top, Kevin Zade. Ooh, thank you. Mm-hmm. If I had a hat, I would tip it. You can... Do your glasses. Oh, that was really cool. That was a good look. <laughs> when we have a video podcast, they'll be able to see it. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so two different people this week told me that we should have a video podcast. And so Kevin and I are sitting here kind of like spitballing. Why would somebody want to watch us for... I mean, it's one thing when you listen. <laughs> yeah. But it... I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? Video podcast? Yay or nay? Would you... Would you watch us for an hour? I I would watch us for an hour, but I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> I would I just like looking at myself. Yeah. I'm narcissistic that way. But I don't I can't watch YouTube videos that are longer than seven minutes. Yeah. Let alone two middle aged guys <laughs> talking about movies. But then again, I see it at the, I see it a lot, like the sports announcers, like they do their radio shows. And they're on TV with doing a radio show. Okay. Here's a question for you. This podcast is <clears throat> casual. We, uh, we have a nice studio set up. We got that going pretty well. But you're in your workout clothes. I'm in a tank top, as you mentioned. If we turn this into a video podcast, do we, like, black out? the closet that's in the studio do we do we dress up do we wear suits and ties i say we don't need to black out the closet however i'm looking for an excuse to purchase a new suit so i would be totally (laughs) fine to wear a suit uh i think we could keep it business casual business casual yeah business casual or if we frame the shot correctly we can wear whatever we want underneath mm-hmm. or whatever we don't want like we normally do oh you know what we could do we could have cardboard cutouts and then our faces could just be over the cardboard cutouts so it looks oh, like i love suits. this idea and if we go to like fye we could buy like movie character cutouts yeah so we could be dressed up as like darth vader right today i'm han solo next week i'm princess leia and then since we don't make any money from this the next week i would be princess leia <laughs> You'd be on solo, yeah, and, and then, we just swap. And then I would try to return him and say, uh, "I still have the receipt. Can I get, <laughs> can I get Darth Vader, uh, sir? It's missing its head. <laughs> no, it was just folded over. It's still there. <laughs> There's a big crease in it. But, uh, but listenership, please help us out. Do you? Would you want to watch Josh and I? Talk about movies on YouTube for an hour. Or, or well, however long the podcast is. 
Or or would I mean spitballing here? Yeah. Would you want to watch a seven minute clip of Kevin and I talking about something? Like, because we could shorten something. We could do a would you rather video. We could do we could do one of our shticks on camera. I like that. I like where you're going. Like, have would you rather be a YouTube clip? Oh, you know what we could do? Ooh, I'm listening. Okay, listeners, chime in. What we could do is, as we do our podcasts, say, oh, and now we're going to do, for example, Would You Rather. But in order to see Would You Rather, you're going to have to go to our YouTube channel. Extended content. Yes. YouTube only. Right. Because that's what, like, you know, that's what what they do at, like, Comedy Central. Yeah, they do absolutely. The inter- they do the interview, and they're like, oh, the interview went too long, so go check it out at... Every single commercial is, find out what happens in the end right. at GoDaddy.com. I kind of like that idea. I like, I like that. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, Okay, listenership. We've got a new idea. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us what you think. Twitter at Zade's Story, Facebook. Give us a phone call so we could do a what would Google think you said. Yep, we love those. Yeah, you can almost just you can almost plainly email us at. The Zade or to the Zade story at gmail.com. You could take us to a movie and then you could just tell us right then and there to yep. our face. Yep. Yeah. Hey, so on that note, I've been re listening to our old episodes in order to gain information for our Zade story movie database, which They're will be coming so epic soon. Epically, I yeah. think. I have an idea. I'll tell you later. Uh, about that and one of the episodes i was listening to was jurassic world well i listened to them all but jurassic world we did at the story with the zade story or at the theater with the zade story right i remember that was a great clip so much fun i think we should do it again deal okay i don't know if you remember but we were running around the theater. Giving out business giving cards. Giving out business cards, telling people to record with us. Not one of them recorded with us. We just grabbed people as they yeah. exited. Yeah. Just two people you happen to have seen from the gym. Yeah. You're like, hey, we go to the same gym. Come over here for a second. And they're like, yeah. And we're like, you're on a podcast. <laughs> so maybe we should just do that. This time. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And we can also advertise it on uh on our Facebook page and Twitter. Yeah. So that's good. That's coming up soon. Zade Story movie database coming up soon. Video the, segment coming up soon. Guys. so much. We are growing. We are we are growing beyond our wildest dreams. Well, we need money to continue. <laughs> we definitely need money. So buy those Zade buy Story. Buy those Zade Story t-shirts. t-shirts. They're beautiful. They are. I just wore one a couple days and ago. And thank you, Paula, for the shout-out on Facebook, uh, showing off your Zade Story t-shirt. Looking good. What movie did we see tonight? Well, well, we saw the movie Max. Mad? M- Mad M- Max? M-A-X, without the mad. <laughs> no Mad Max. Just Max. Just Max. <laughs> Let's get to... The run down. Wants us to stay put. 
nose of a dog, the heart of a marine. Sounds like a hero to me. We're so proud of you both. Oh, you hear that, Max? Say hi. Come say goodbye to your brother. Justin. Leave him be. I'm just over here dealing with a minor insurgency. He's trying to save the whole universe. I thought I was going to see you at work this morning, 8 a.m. Didn't waste my summer. Dad, what are they doing here? Max bonded so closely with Kyle, he can't work with anyone else. Are you sure you want to do this? I gotta go take care of that dog. Won't even let me touch him. I can come over and show you a few tricks. Max just has to know that you want him. It's a start. The scene opens up. The film starts, and we're in Afghanistan. And we are following uh, a set of American troops, uh, a a unit, a platoon, whatever they call it. And leading this set of troops is a German shepherd, assumed to be Max. And uh, he is a bomb-sniffing dog. He's in a, a like a gun-sniffing dog. And it, it's a real type of troop that the military uses. They're incredible dogs. They can sniff out people hiding. They can sniff out bombs in the sand. Uh, I heard an NPR program about these dogs they're really interesting so we meet max and in the first 10 15 minutes max's owner uh gets killed in combat and from there we go back to texas where we get to see his family he has a younger brother a mom and a dad and uh and the young kid the brother is kind of a shut-in he plays video games all day does not get along with the dad, who also served in the military. Uh, what next? Well, before the gentleman dies, Max's owner, he does a phone call back home, and the kid, his brother, is sitting there playing video games the entire time. And you, so you can see how like disinterested he is in having a relationship, to be fair, with his brother or with his entire family. But then once his brother dies you see that he definitely does care. And then they go to the funeral. And we were just talking about this. One of the most, this is an emotional movie for me. I don't know if you guys know, but I'm an animal lover. And when I watch movies where animals get hurt or I don't know why, but I, I, I cried during this movie on, (laughs) on a couple different occasions. And the dog goes in to the funeral mm-hmm. and is like scratching and then just goes down and lays by, by the body. And it was just like, it ripped me up. This was like 10 minutes to 20 minutes in the movie. It just ripped me up. The, that's where this, the tears started for yeah. me as well. Just that dog pawing at this coffin covered by the American flag. It was really moving. It was heartbreaking. Really? So from there, uh, they were the military. Were, they were going to put Max down because nobody could handle Max, and so they were going to have to euthanize him. So instead, the family says, "We're family. He's ours. He's coming home with us." And then Max ends up with the family and the young brother. And so, really, the rest of the movie is about the young brother bonding, learning how to love 
this dog, bond this dog, understand sacrifice through this dog, through his father, uh, and there, there comes a whole second plot to this movie when the brother's best friend comes home from the military, and Max does not like this best friend. Uh, we do get a picture of the best friend in the first few minutes of the movie. We understand that he's doing something a little shady and that he does not like Max, but Max, in turn, does not like this friend. I believe the friend's name is Tyler. Uh, and so I don't know why that's the only name I remember. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so the brother or the the friend returns home. There's a dispute with the dog there. The dog is in trouble with the police a lot for because he escapes because he's suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder. And that's the rundown. Oh, 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 oh. So was Max like a bad dog? Max was as good a dog as ever passed through this facility. Animals can come down with post-traumatic stress the same as people can. Max, it's okay, it's okay. But now I tell a single Good truth. boy. I want to tell you how sorry I am. I was the best friend that I ever had. Tyler's someone you should stay away from. I'm talking about some bad business here. Your brother always wanted to be a hero. Look where I got him. What do you got in those crates? Dad's left a really weird message and just disappeared. Well, let's do this. Max, go search. It's just a kid and his dog out there. Let's go. I'm not going to leave here without my dad. We got the Air Jordan of dogs here, man. What, do you want me to stay? <laughs> just do you fall asleep. You've been out here all night? I don't want to talk about it. So that leads us into favorite and least favorite parts of the movie. I will start... And I will start with my favorite part of the movie. I kind of alluded to it already. I'm a sucker for animal movies. I'm just like, I am a sucker. When I watched Dances with the Wolves, I hated the whole movie. I was a child, by the way. Mm. That's a better movie now. But <laughs> I hated the whole movie. But the part that I remembered the whole time was when they're shooting at two socks. And I'm like crying as a kid going, Mom, why are they shooting at two socks? He didn't do anything. And then there's Old Yeller. Mm. And then there's Where the Red Fern Grows. Both great books. I never watched, I never read Dance with Wolves. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm, I'm just a sucker for animal movies. And this, this movie tugged at my heartstrings. And, you know, we always talk about Cookie Cutter. This was Cookie Cutter, and I, I loved every minute of it. <laughs> every minute of it. I, I knew it was going to happen, and I wanted it to happen. I was waiting for it to happen. Uh, I talked to my mom today, and I said that we were going to review this movie. And she's like, I love that movie. It was better than a Hallmark movie, and she loves Hallmark and Lifetime movies. <laughs> what a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and this is like right up her alley. Like you could fall asleep in it and then wake up 30 minutes later and just be totally okay. <laughs> uh, I, so, yeah, what I normally hate about a movie is what I loved about this movie because it had the animal aspect. I loved it. Loved it. That's, that is so funny to yeah. me. Uh, I understand. I myself am a dog lover. Uh dogs in particular. Uh, I should probably say dogs too. Yeah. I 
don't care for cats. You know, in Homeward Bound. Oh, great, right? Yeah. But you don't care that much about Sassy. No. You care about Sassy enough because she's part of the family with Chance and uh, what's the other oh, the big the old dog's name? The old dog. Yeah. Uh, you, you care about her because she's part of the team. But that movie's all the dog. I can't remember his name and Chance. Um, Beethoven. I had a Saint Bernard, and he was awesome. Uh, he was a terrible dog. He was more like a Marley and me mm. type of dog as opposed to a Max type of dog. Uh, he's big doofus, but Marley and me, I read the book, bawled like a baby reading the book. Jordan and I went to see it in the theater. I will never see a movie about a dog in the theater again because the last 30 minutes of Marley and me, I just bawled the whole time. We're in touch with our emotions. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And not afraid to admit it. No, not at it all. It makes us strong, not weak. Strong, man. Uh, and <laughs> so we watched Marley and me at a group of friends' house for a friend's birthday party. What? So I read the book, bald. Watched the movie in the theater, bald. We're at a, at a friend's house, group of, group of adults watching Marley and me for a birthday party. And I bawled again. <laughs> Whose idea was it? That was a terrible idea. That is horrible. Uh, I just remember just bawling again. And most of us were, were crying. There's a few stone cold. Outliers. Yeah. But mm. uh, just there's something about dogs for me. So this movie has a really cool dog. Max is so cool. He is... The, the military training that he gets is fascinating, number one, because it's real. I don't know about the, the dog itself, but the, the type of dog is real. Um, the story was plain. Cookie cutter to the end. But surprisingly, my favorite part is Thomas Hayden Church, the dad. Yeah, from Wings. Yeah, he is great. And he's not necessarily what you would call a top-tier actor. You kind of see him and you kind of laugh. In fact, when he pops his head up from fixing the sink on that video call, I kind of smirked. I was like, oh, good grief. Thomas Hayden Church. Uh, he is your typical military dad. He got his. He lost his leg in the first Gulf War in 91. Uh, he's... A proud Marine. He can't stand his son, who's kind of an emo video game player. He loves his oldest son, who's a Marine. Followed he, in his dad's footsteps. Exactly. You know, he's typical Marine dad to a core. And you're kind of like, oh, great. And how's he going to change? His character arc is so interesting and unique because he never does become soft. He never does see the son like, he never switches sides. He's never like, I was this mean military dad, and now I'm not. He actually, he has a, he grows. There's a couple of really good scenes where he's like, where he talks to his son about, uh, I'm going to, I don't, I don't want to spoil it. He, don't spoil it. He talks to his son about something that happened to him in the military, and then he talks to his son, who's obviously going through something 
unique on his own. And he it's just the most intriguing pep talk. And you expect the son to 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 break down and kind of give up what the dad is asking him for. And the son doesn't break his, like, his I'm not going to tell you. But at the same time, the dad is that that scene itself was so moving. So all in all, I loved a lot of different aspects about this movie. The dad's character arc was so realistic to me. And he's not a big gushy bear at the end. He's still that guy. And I thought it was masterfully acted by a guy you wouldn't expect. I've talked way too long about Thomas Hayden Church. Who's Thomas Hayden Church? <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> What's, I, I what don't know. The dad. I don't know what his name is. Oh, like his name? Yeah, I was just kidding about who's oh, Thomas Hayden Church. Because I said his name a whole bunch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I could cut that out. <laughs> you said that last week, too, and you didn't I cut know. it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, what's your uh, what's your least favorite? All right, I'm gonna give. Is it Thomas Hayden? No, <laughs> I'm gonna give this story one more props before I rip into the least favorite parts, and that is the kid actors, the specifically the girl. I agree. I was like, "What? You agree that she was terrible, or that she was good?" I, I liked her. I thought she was good. The first 10 to 15 minutes she's in the movie, I thought she was so stiff, such a child actor, like just inexperienced. I felt like she was a really terrible character. And then all of a sudden it hit me that like, it's not that they were bad actors. It's just that I'm an old man now and kids these days just bug the hell out of me. It's true. (laughs) And so at at that point when I realized that it wasn't this girl's performance, it's just that I just don't think I understand these kids anymore. It changed my outlook. I loved all three of the kids. I thought that they played modern teenagers really well. And I thought that they did a great job. So that was going to be my least favorite part. But then they turned it around on me. So good for them. So short and simple – the villain and the plot that revolves around the villain, I understand why it was necessary, but it was terrible. And it also kind of changed the the target audience. <laughs> it changed the target audience for me because it's so, like, dark. The, the villain and this plot it involves a cartel, and it just it goes way too far, and it really brought the cheese out, like... If there had been like you know if if it had been doing I don't want to spoil it because I it is twisty kind of but like if he had been doing something a little less minor still bad but a, a little less major still bad but it's just way over the line for me so the whole villainous plot was too much I definitely agree um, for me the story was about Max and the kid. Yes. And both of them learning to trust and both of them growing and both of them figuring out and finding their way as new master and dog. Mm. Um, And that for me was the story. And then, you know, the kids doing whatnot with each other. That's a great subplot. Mm -hmm. But the villain, it was just too over the top. It was like A-team over the top, you know? Yeah. Like just so unneeded. 
Not, it wasn't necessary. I, you you could have just had a high school bully. A hundred percent agree. And I feel like that would have been a better movie. High school bully, or uh, a, just a maybe a bad cop. You know, a like, bad cop or like a bad a high school teacher that encouraged the bullying. Right. Like yeah. But to go so far fetched. Oh my gosh. And try because they, they try to tie everything in like. From the beginning of the movie uh-huh. to the end of the movie, they try to wrap it around in one knife's package, but the package just comes unraveled, and it's not even wrapped in nice in a nice presentation. Yeah, it's like you got a and, and not only that, but it's like you got a Hershey bar and a thing of salsa. Like, right. It's not even chips and salsa that go together that just came undone. It's like completely separate. It was terrible that that plot twist. That was just they thought they were creating Reese's Buttercups. <laughs> and they did not. No. <laughs> Peanut butter and chocolate. That goes together. <laughs> I don't even like chocolate. I barely like peanut butter, but I love Reese's Buttercups. Oh, yeah. They're so, they're so good. And Reese's Pieces, They're too. magical. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd agree. Oh. I, I typically... Well, no, I like peanut butter and chocolate together. Nutella and peanut butter on my pancakes. Mm, so good. What are your thoughts on almond butter? Disgusting. Tastes like cardboard, right? Yes. It's not even like they shouldn't even call it almond butter because it gives me the the misconception that it's going to taste like peanut oh, butter. It's just like peanut butter, only a little healthier. No, it's horrible. It's like sandpaper and glue. It, it's got on cardboard. It's and it's then disgusting. got liquefied. It's terrible. You could put it with chocolate, and it's still not going to be good. I would never ruin chocolate with almond butter. <laughs> I had an ex who used to swear by it. And she just would eat it all the time and would, like, put it on her finger and, like, put it in my mouth when I wasn't looking. I'd get so mad. That's disgusting. So mad. I mean, you might as well just put blob of mayonnaise on your (laughs) mouth. That's even worse. It's not worse than almond butter. I hate mayonnaise, and I would rather have mayonnaise than almond butter. I think so, too. I think so, too. Because if it's free and it has mayonnaise on it, I'll go ahead and eat it. Sure. If it's free and it has almond butter, <laughs> Skip I, it's, it. <laughs> it's going in the trash. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what that sound is. Time to rate our movies. Well, the movie. Max. The movie Max. Yeah. <laughs> Not Mad Max. We've already rated that multiple times. Yep. 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 One more time isn't going to hurt. Mm-mm. It's a one. <laughs> Mad Max. Mad Max is the one, not this okay. movie. Woo. I was like, yeah. He <laughs> <I> loves this <laughs> movie. <laughs> All right. You want to go? I'll go first. I'm going to give this a four. Yeah, it, I agree. Four. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't deserve a five. It's not like our movie last week where it was just amazing all the way through and the ending just was a twist. Yeah. The, the villain, as we always say, Hero's only as good as the villain. Mm-hmm. Villain was horrible mm-hmm. in this one. But I love the movie. I mean, I cried. I mean, what movie can I not? I can't rate it below a four. I cried. Absolutely not. And for its intended purposes, I think, a f- just kind of a, a fun family emotional story about a dog bringing light onto a whole. I loved the credits where oh. you got to see pictures of real live army dogs from loved World it. War One all the way up to current. That was fascinating. And it told the story of them and how yeah. many there have been. And Yeah, fascinating. Um, 
so that was really cool to see like and i just dogs so uh yeah it's solid four it it doesn't achieve much greatness but for family fun it's rated pg 13 maybe pg i bet it's pg 13 because of all like the there is some the war scene was actually pretty pretty realistic pretty interesting yeah not r-rated intense but it got your heart racing a little bit Mm -hmm. um that was good yeah four beers four beers uh my mom would rate it six beers would your mom rate it i don't know if she's seen it yet I think she would probably rate it a five just because some of the stuff that in, that happens in there is not is not fun to watch the just there's some some really sad scenes about the brother being gone at the dinner table the mm-hmm. uh oh shout out to lauren graham uh the mom who plays. Lorelai in Gilmore Girls and uh, the waitress in Bad Santa. Mm. Uh, her Texas accent just bugs me the first 10 minutes. And it grew on me. Everything in this movie kind of grew on me. Can you do a Texas accent? I'm horrible at accents. I don't think I could. Let me, let me hear yours. <laughs> okay. Howdy, y'all. That's pretty good. Mine would be like, well, hey there, pretty lady. Ooh. Uh, was that Elvis? I kind of was Elvis. All right. <clears throat> Hold he's, on. He's from the South. He's that works. Um, well, hey there, pretty lady. <laughs> <laughs> you got Well, hey there, pretty lady. I'm thinking more John Wayne, maybe. Yeah. More like, well, hey, hey pilgrim. there, sister. Let's hitch Everything up. here in Texas is real big. <laughs> Let's. Hitch up them wagons and roll out. I'll take this one, pony. That's not... You, <laughs> New York City? <laughs> Pace is made in New York City? <laughs> <laughs> That's not authentic salsa. <laughs> Picante sauce. Woo! <laughs> 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 if you want a real barbecue... You need to rub it all on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or with a brush. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was good. That was fun. Hey, Cookie, more pecani sauce. This ain't paste pecani sauce. What's the difference? Cookie. Paste Bacani sauce is made in San Antonio with fresh vegetables and spices by people who know what Bacani sauce is supposed to taste like. This stuff's made in New York City? New York City? Get a rope. Pick up the original Bacani sauce. Pick up the paste. The impromptu stuff is always the best. Yeah, maybe that should be our video sake. <laughs> yeah, just impromptu. <laughs> So at work, I have these regulars and they're like, uh, his name's Ron. He's a, he's a lawn, Ron, the lawn specialist. And (laughs) he doesn't like, he's not a gardener, but he specializes in like proper pH balances for lawns and like what you need to do to get them ready and whatnot. Okay. So 
he comes in and I have been planning on killing my my lawn and then putting in a new lawn front and back. And so I ask him, I'm like, hey, I'm thinking about you know killing my lawn, rototilling it up, putting in a new lawn. Is right now the right time? Because you know it's not freezing anymore. It's getting hot. And I've seen other people do it about this time. So I feel like this is the right time. He says, yeah, this is the perfect time. And he says, are you going to like, uh, you going to re- repair your yard or just do a whole new one? I said, my yard is not repairable. He says, let me, let me swing by your house. Let me, let me look at it. And I'm thinking, I don't know. Like, I mean, we're, we're cool and all, but like, I don't know if you should be going by my house. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm really a private person. So I wasn't really sure if I should give him my address or not, but he was really insistent. So what, I mean, what do you do? He okay. comes in on every one of my shifts. Yeah. Nice guy. My wife and him, nice guy. They wife listen nice to the guy. podcast? I don't know. <laughs> if they do, I hope they tell me about it. They will they, let you know I've now. Given them, I've, given them, <laughs> I've given them business cards. So. Okay. So he swings by my house, and then I see them the following Friday. And he's like, yeah, your, your yard's not repairable. <laughs> you need to kill it. I was like, yeah, I, I kind of let it go because I knew I was going to kill it. He says, the only thing green in your yard is like the moss. I was like, yeah, I know. That's <laughs> why. I'm gonna... So he says, you need to spray it with Roundup. Let it sit for like a week. And then you can go ahead and rototill it. And I said, okay, that sounds great. And he says, do you have Roundup? I said, I'm buy some. He says, don't buy any. I'll bring you some. And I said, no, you don't need to bring me any. He's like, I have an industrial strength Roundup. It's much better than the stuff you get at a store. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, sure, thanks. I appreciate it. And I'm thinking like they're going to drop it by Red Robin or something. I get home. It's on my doorstep. And I was like, oh, that's like so cool. So then they come in the next day. They're like, did you get our present? I was like, yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So I'm supposed to spray last week, but it rained all last week. So they come in Friday. They're like, did you spray? I said, no, it rained all week. So I, not that I wouldn't have done in the rain, but you told me not to. And they're like, well, spray, spray in the morning. And I was like, okay. So I spray that morning and then I get home that night and in my backyard is a rototiller and they have gone to the storage unit and grabbed a rototiller and dropped off a rototiller in my backyard. So then Sunday comes around and I'm like, did you guys leave a rototiller (laughs) in my backyard? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, thank you so much. Like I, like you've gone above and beyond. Like, I don't even know what to say, you know? So I, I try to buy their meal and then they tip me the amount of the meal. Like they won't even tip. I assume. Right. Yeah. So, so they're like, all right, well, you know, road till it up and you know, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. So I get home Monday night. There's all these bags of soil amendments in my driveway, like perlite and like vermiculite and like small gravel and this and that. And then his business card shoved in my, my door. It's like, call me if you need help. I don't know what's going to be dropped off next. Wow. Like. I'm feeling like I'm going to get home and there's going to be three guys in my yard just doing the work for me now. So I've been rototilling my yard and stuff because, by the way, guys, I'm a procrastinator at heart. (laughs) But now I feel so obligated to actually get this done, which I probably would have just put it off. I probably would have just talked about it and never did it. Yeah. But now (laughs) that's my personality. But now, I mean, they're dropping stuff off at my house every two days. I got to keep up on it. I can't let this stuff pile up. Wow. Yeah. That's my story. And, and not only that, but like, if you don't do it. What a slap in the like, face. You're, they're rototillers in your yard. They just keep putting more uh, bags of soil and stuff in your yard. 
And pretty soon they're going to be like, <laughs> next thing you know, everything's going to be gone. Right. <laughs> Your yard's still going to be right. happy. <laughs> All right. That's exactly right. So I'm a ginger and I'm getting so burned out there. I'm sunblocked. But you're doing it. I'm doing it. And, I, and I'm kind of getting a little bit tan, but more burned. It'll turn into a small tan. Yeah. Now, what if <laughs> you're gonna have to you're gonna have to let me know if they listen to this? Okay. My question is, what if the next time they come into Red Robin, they hand you a bill, bill. for six hundred dollars? I thought about that too. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, the lease on the rototiller, you know, we're gonna cut you a homie deal. It's only a hundred bucks a week. Uh, the soil amendments, I looked them up. They're pretty expensive. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, we'll cut you half price. It's only going to be $15 a right, bag right, right. T- times 10 bags. <laughs> you know, uh, that's $350. Oh, don't worry. You don't have to pay us now. We'll collect it tomorrow. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was, I was thinking he was going to come out. I, when, where I thought this story was going, it ended up in a way better place. But where I thought it was going was he was he came out and like looked at your yard and like showed you everything and like was giving you all this helpful advice. And then was going to be like, give you a quote, and right? Be like, I, I can do this all for eight hundred bucks. <laughs> have you be like, in a super awkward position of like, oh gosh, now uh, I feel like I kind of have to. Great, shoot, like I'm just gonna let it sit, like I was gonna <laughs> do it anyway. <laughs> but now you felt like in this real awkward situation. But that turned out such such a better way, right? Best possible way ever. Nicest people. No. So nice. Like the they're like the best possible way is after all this you get a bill. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, the only the possible, best possible way, way is I get better. <laughs> the best possible way is I get home tonight and there's three people putting a new lawn in for me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh so mm. the only next part of the story is uh I don't have sprinklers in my front yard. And so I kinda have been <laughs> I've been toying around with the idea of putting an artificial turf in. Oh, 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 okay. I thought you were going to hint to this guy that you don't have a sprinkler. No, 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 no. And hopes that he find a bunch of PVC pipe (laughs) on your yard next. (laughs) No, 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 no. I I think I'm going to put in fake turf in the front. I'm going to build a retaining wall and put a fake turf in. Uh, So my question for everybody out there in, in the listener world is, is that really ghetto? Because at Costco right now, it's one hundred and fifty dollars for like a like four foot by yeah. twelve foot strip. Oh wow! Yeah, and so if I get three of those for like five hundred bucks, I'll have a lawn that never has weeds that I never have to water. That always looks good. Well, goodish. Goodish. It'll always look green. It always look well, and the, the best part is now turf looks. Like there's yellows and stuff in it, so it doesn't look like just plush green. It looks like it doesn't look like a football field, right? Interesting. I think you should do it just because I really want to see it. I really do too. <laughs> but I think it's kind of a slap in the face to, the, to to Ron and Kathy. Actually, I don't think so because I think in order to put that turf in, you would have had to have killed the, everything yeah. because I don't know. Even really expensive ground cover like plastic weeds still pop through. That's true. Because and again, knowing me, I would have just rolled it right on top of the old grass. Exactly. That's just what rolled I'm it saying. right it's out like, on top and been like, "All this looks so good." Killer stuff. It wasn't wasted. Like you would have still had to, and you're not gonna put. You're not gonna be able to put turf on like a 
slant. Well, maybe a slant, but you're going to have to level it out really flat and nice because otherwise you'll have these big pockets and, yeah. and mounds in your yard. Good talk. Yeah. All right. That's so I think, I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to do turf in the front, grass in the back. So that way Hunter has somewhere to go. I can't have him do his business on turf. Yeah, that's true. That'd be weird to pick up and stuff. And like, would you hose it off? Right. I don't like, even know. Good call. Oh. Good story. Thanks. <laughs> Sometimes we don't need an extra segment. We can just fill it with our stories. <laughs> uh, I think my wife is going to listen to this podcast and be like, why don't you ever serve these people? <laughs> I'd be like, well, I don't give people the service that Josh gives. <laughs> well, it's different, too, because I'm in the same spot. So people know that they can come in and then they go right to me. That's true. Where you're in different areas. And if they ask for me, they know they're just going to get the fastest, like, here's your burger. Eat, go. <laughs> That's true. People love me. I, I'm a no-nonsense server. I am. I don't know what I am. Gosh darn it, people love me. They do. They do. They do. I love, I love, by the way, guys, I love my job. I love this podcast more. Yes. If of, this became a full-time career opportunity. We're hinting, by the way, donations. Need you guys to pay our bills. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> we're going to raise the price on our shirts. Can you buy buy three of them at a time? Uh, I oh. love this podcast, but I really, honestly, I love going to work. It's a blast. It's a good time. Well, that wraps <laughs> up another great episode here at the Zade Story. We just got done talking about the movie Max. It was fantastic. We both rated it four beers. Let us know what you think of the movie if you've happened to see Max. Kevin, got any uh, got any feelings? Anything you want to say? No, I just uh, I've really appreciated our listeners participating in our Facebook stuff. It makes it more fun to feel like people are uh, enjoying the shows or at least participating on Facebook. Um, love the conversations I'm having. Would love to have more. We currently have a Facebook poll, do we not? We do. Yeah, we should explain that. Just real quick again, if you missed the last episode or you're waiting to see 10 Cloverfield Lane to listen, which is completely okay. I do that sometimes too if I really want to see the movie. Uh, Tim Gillette, one of our guest hosts, Josh and I, have gone to see what, four? Three or four. Three yeah. or four movies in the theater. Each time has been a blast. And we are trying to figure out if it's the movies that we are picking because they're fairly high-profile movies. They're Tarantino. That was the Deadpool movie. There's one more that was a big movie too, I think. Uh, the I think the other one was a Tarantino oh, movie. Oh, yeah, too. it was two Tarantinos. Yeah. yeah. So the idea is, do Josh, Tim, and myself make all movies great? Or do we just have great taste? So the poll is, we've listed three terrible movies none of us really want to see. Mother's Day, Barbershop, and The Huntsman. Uh, We want you guys to pick which one of these movies sounds the worst to you, but you still want to hear a review about. Well, maybe, does it have to be the worst to them? No, I guess not, because they all sound terrible to me. I guess it doesn't matter. Maybe they should just pick the one that they want to hear about. Yeah, perfect. So, not the worst. The one you guys want to hear a review on. And Josh, Tim, and I will find out if we make movies great or if 
our streak can be broken. So go on Facebook, pick one of those three movies, and then we will be going to see that movie that you guys pick real soon. Well, for the love of movies and beer, I am your host, Kevin Zaid. And I am the other host, Joshua Story. Remember, the best compliment you can give us is tell your friends and family about us either in person or on the internet. How many beers (laughs) did we rate your favorite movie? It's not the Zaid. It's not the story. It's the Zaid story. Speaking of, did you order the pins? No, I forgot. Oh, that's okay. I was just curious. Well, I wasn't sure because I really want clicky pins. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the website that we currently utilize, I don't think they have clicky pins. That's you. <laughs> that was me. I don't know if you guys could hear that in, in text land. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'll cut it out. Apparently, somebody texts me four times in a row. That's fast. Yeah. Well, that's probably a novel. You know, they wrote a novel. Oh, right, right, right. One novel.